We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 404, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Wednesday afternoon. Now, a half hour from now, uh, we're just going to we're gonna get away from everything that is so serious. Nelson DeMille writes, I think, some of the best fiction out there. And I just, it, it's one of those things that's so comfortable. It's a weird word to use, I guess, but uh, to pick up one of his books and sort of disappear into this... Uh, Long Island milieu that he paints and the characters. Anyway, so Nelson DeMille, who truly is one of my favorite authors, is going to be with us at uh, 435. We've got a new term of the Supreme Court, and we've got a new member of the Supreme Court. So my question is, what are they going to be addressing? Last last year was a barn burner, right? I mean, there were huge decisions brewing out of New York State, and obviously the uh, uh, the decision relative to, to Roe. There's all sorts of stuff, but but what about this time? Well, if it involves any sort of legal issue, I have exactly one person that I turn to, uh, somebody who is an attorney, not just here in the United States, but uh, in England and Wales. Uh, he is, in addition to that, uh, a wonderful attorney in the United States Army. He is a former federal prosecutor, a former legal counsel to the FBI. And in addition to that, uh, he's one of America's great fathers. I mean, honest to goodness, what an amazing brood uh, the Moreno family is. And Joe is joining us. Joe, good afternoon, sir. Jeff, I, I only hope I can live up to that introduction. You are, you're too kind, sir. Well, I, I don't think I am, but okay, uh, let's, let's dive right into it then. What is it that the Supreme Court is going to decide this year that can even begin to hold a candle to what they were talking about last term? Absolutely, Jeff. Well, you're right. I mean, there were some extremely significant cases that came out of the last term by the Supreme Court. And while this coming term that just started might not be quite as uh, as explosive, there are some very, very still significant uh, cases to kind of keep your eye out for. Um, and remember, we're dealing with a very different court than we've had in the past. I mean, this is probably the first time in decades that we have a, a functioning majority that's committed to really, you know, being a constitutionally conservative court. And yeah. so, you know, we're, we're going to see some very interesting outcomes. So there's three that I would keep my eye on. Okay. Uh, first, first is, is a case called Moore v. Harper, and it has to do with 
how much control a state legislature has over its own elections, right? We've heard a lot since COVID and the 2020 election about state agencies sort of twisting state laws and finding ways to do different ways to get what, uh, to get ballots, whether it's drop boxes or mail-in ballots. And then we've heard noise from Congress saying, we want to take over all state elections. Well, what this, what this case is getting at, it's a North Carolina case. Uh, North Carolina redistricted its House seats after 2020, after the census. The, 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 the North Carolina Supreme Court struck down the law. And then the court, the, the, the North Carolina court, created a panel of experts to say, we're going to redraw the congressional districts in the state. Okay, okay, except that's not what the Constitution says, right? The, the federal Constitution says yeah. that the times and places and manners of holding elections for members of Congress shall be prescribed by the state legislature, right? doesn't say anything about a panel of experts mm-hmm. or a court. And so now this is going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they'll have to decide whether or not the North Carolina Supreme Court was acting properly in letting this panel draw congressional lines. And this is exactly the kind of case where, you know, those of us who, who lean toward being more constitutionally originalist say, yeah. look, yeah. What we're saying is read the Constitution as it reads in plain English. And if it that's says right. something, that's what should be done. So a lot of those changes, a lot of the machinations that we've seen the last couple of years, all allegedly related to COVID, at least initially, right? And then uh, COVID is gone. So, so I, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a constitutional scholar, but it would seem to me if you, you put some of this stuff in because of these emergency exigent circumstances, if there's no longer an emergency or an exigent, exigent circumstance, you just kind of go back to what you were doing. And it's also, Jeff, it's like what exactly is allowed under so-called emergency circumstances, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Congress has a, has a tendency to, to draft laws very broadly. Yeah. And then what happens is in the absence of more detail, the executive branch, right, the president – tends to just sort of take it and run with it. And that, get, that get, gets us to the second case that I would keep my eye on, which is U.S. v. Texas. Okay. So basically, this is an immigration case. And the Biden administration has said, well, we know, we know what the law says about basically, you know, you can't, you can't come to this country illegally, but we're going to prioritize how we carry out and enforce that law, and we're going to prioritize deporting illegal uh, violent illegal aliens over those who have not committed violent crimes. And, and, and again, okay, I mean, that sounds clever and that sounds interesting, but that's not what the law says. Right. And so the, the court will also take a look at when you have a situation like this where Congress says something that seems pretty clear, how far can the executive branch go in interpreting that law? Right. The president's job is to enforce the laws that Mm -hmm. Congress passes. It's not to take them and say, well, I kind of think we should do it this way. So that's what I'm going to do. And look, presidents from both parties have done it. Right. President Obama did it with the 
the dreamers and the, the, the DACA stuff. President Trump did it with the border wall, which was not really technically you know, passed by Congress. That was military funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now you're seeing the Biden administration doing it. And again, I think you're going to get a court that's very skeptical of creative readings of the law. They're going to say, what does the law say? And let's follow the plain English of the law. Well, I'm excited. I really am. Now, I I, I kind of watched the Supreme Court last year, Joe. It'll sound silly, but it was almost like it, it was a it was a television series, right? Because I just couldn't wait for the next uh, decision, the next episode to air, and there were such huge events. So these are good as well. I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Do you think there's going to be anything drastically different now that we have a new member of the Supreme Court? Well, I mean, Jeff, I, I, know, I, I think that the, the newest member, right, uh, Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson, I mean, I think she, she's, she's, she's a brilliant judge, she's mm-hmm. a brilliant lawyer. I've actually appeared before her myself when she oh. was a, a judge here in the District of Columbia. Um, you know, look, I, I expect she will be a reliable, progressive vote on the right. court. Uh, the problem with the progressives is that they're now outnumbered, right? It's, it's now it's, it's a pretty strong six to three court. And even if Chief Justice Roberts tends to swing a little bit, he does tend to swing his vote, he doesn't have that critical fifth vote, right? There's five rock-solid conservatives plus Roberts, and now it's really a six-to-three court. And I think there's there's one more case, if I can, if I could just touch on. I think this might be the biggest one, and this is the case of Grutter v. Bollinger. The, The court is going to take a look again at the legality of affirmative action. And this is a hot button item. People feel very differently, very strongly about this topic. The last time the court picked this up was 2003, almost 20 years ago. And at that point, the court then held that colleges and universities can take race into account when when deciding whether to admit a student, but it has to be one factor out of many factors. And that was okay. The court's going to take another look at that now, and you have a different court. And so do we want a system where we allow sort of discrimination, even if it's well-intentioned, even if the intent is to get a more diverse population? Or should things like admissions truly be colorblind, right? I mean, the Constitution is colorblind. The Constitution lays out standards and laws that apply to all Americans, not Americans of certain ethnic or racial groups. And so I think that might be the big case that comes out of this term, because you might see the court, a very different court, taking a crack at whether affirmative action can really stay. Before I let you go, Joe, and I want to remind everybody, Joe Moreno was joining us, a man that I describe as the smartest lawyer on God's green earth, and I refer to him that way because it's true. Now, uh, what about the leak from uh, last term with that uh, case that uh, was relative to Roe. Have we heard anything, any developments on that? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you talked about, like, a little bit of a soap opera effect yeah. last, last year. I mean, on top of all these cases, you had that leak of the, of the Dobbs opinion. And unfortunately, no. You know, and, and Jeff, I was, like, I was really bullish on the idea that, you know what, they'll get to the bottom of this. And mm-hmm. Chief Justice Roberts has a, has a deputy there that will really run this down and we haven't heard anything. And, you know, I, I mean, personally, I think that was a really, really um, show of weakness on the court's behalf that that happened. Yeah. And the fact that now it's been, what, four or five months and we have yes. there's no one held accountable at this point. I don't know, Jeff. I mean, I'm not too optimistic that it's, we're ever going to find out what happened there. 
is sad to hear. Joe, I always appreciate you making time for us. I really do. It just means the world to me. And uh, look forward, if you're if you're amenable to it, to uh, to having you back soon. Yes, my man. Anytime. Always a pleasure to uh, to be on and, and an honor. Thank you, sir. That is Joe Moreno, the smartest lawyer on God's green earth. It is four fifteen. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.